get this in if you want. True neutral. Hello. Hello. It's true neutral. True neutral. True neutral. I'm Keenan. I'm Derek. I put on my radio voice today. Yeah, I saw that. I heard that, I guess. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you saw it. I change my face when I do that stuff. Yeah. Can't help it. Sounds or colors? Sounds or colors? You just had a seizure all of a sudden? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) It's okay. I promise. That's that's good. All is well. Um, (laughs) How's your week been, man? It's... (laughs) Yeah, alright. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, we got. Uh... <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's just been a week. It's 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 been one week. It's man since I was on this podcast. I yeah. I have been. Playing a couple of games, been just, yeah. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. It's been hot, man. Yeah, oh yeah, that's. It's that's been, been hot as fuck. That's been most of the reason I haven't gotten anything done. I mean, I could tell you I did the dishes. That's probably again, why your like, brain is so fried that you can barely put the sentence together of how your week's been because yeah, it's this, it's so oppressively fucking hot. Unless you're directly in front of our air conditioner upstairs or in this room, because the air conditioner in this room is, for some reason, implanted in the wall. And works amazing. Yeah, but, like, it's, I, we we literally have to, like, break or take apart this wall to get the air conditioner out. Yeah. It was there when I moved in. I don't, I don't. You're, it, at least it still works. Yeah, it it <laughs> works really well for in this room. It keeps it, like, nice, cold, but, like... That was their plan. Yeah. Everywhere else is just... Whew. Got single-pane windows all over the house. It's a big part of it. <laughs> yeah. The places at some point. Yeah. It's a pretty old place. <laughs> also, the windows down here, you can tell this was, like, made nicer because the windows down here are double-paned and stuff. Like, yeah. very much more modern than the windows upstairs. Yeah. That's true. Alright, I know when I... Walk through this place, the you know before I bought it. There's this was a separate like bedroom, and he had like the doors locked and everything. Yeah, yeah. He left his mattress in here. Weird. It was fucking gross. Weird. It was really gross, and it was like one of those automatic medical beds. <laughs> it did not work. It was just gross. That's weird. Yeah. Everything about the people I bought this house from is weird, but uh, that's a... That's a story for another day! Yeah, it's a whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been in uh, the triple digits Fahrenheit over here. Yarp. Which, I have no idea what that is in Celsius, but I'm sure it's hot. Yeah, it's it's hot no matter who you are, I think. It's I, like, I think the hottest we reached was... Uh, like, like 40 degrees Celsius or something? I think we hit like 105. or I, Well, my boss came in earlier today and said it hit 108 when Ugh. he was outside, so... Yeah, so, yeah, it's uh, just been hanging out inside, and like I said, I could, I could tell you I did the dishes again. Hanging out inside. I've been working in the kitchen at work. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, while I'm at work, I have to do a lot of outside stuff. Yeah. That's, our, that's annoying. Our Vincent... Being on the roof is super hot. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Our vents, like the vents that pull the like the grease and stuff up off of the grill and the fryers. Yeah. Those vents work good, but the vents to blow air from our like air conditioning unit down through the kitchen and whatnot right. does not work very good. <laughs> and the <clears throat> the company they keep calling like they have a like a contractor or whatever with the this company right. and they keep like having them come out there like the our our kitchen staff is hot. Like the air temperature in the kitchen midday can be anywhere from 95 to like 105 degrees Fahrenheit. It's fucking hot in the kitchen. And then we're standing in front of a 350-degree grill. Or the fryers, which are also 350 degrees. Yeah. Or, like... So... Yeah, it it gets real warm. Real, real bad. Real hot. And I'm like, it's no fun to work in these conditions. Like, I I realize it's work and it's not always going to be fun in the first place, but... That's too hot. It shouldn't be unbearable. Yeah, that is. It's too hot. It's too hot. And then the the company that's coming out to like look at the that sort of thing. The company that's coming out to look at the the ducts and the vents and stuff is like, well, they are pushing air because they are pushing like a small amount of air. They're like, technically, they're working. (laughs) And then they leave. That's not quite good enough, actually. <laughs> like, but that's the response we've gotten, like, I, I think two or three times, and I'm just, I'm so confused. But, I think, other than the, other than it being hot, it's okay. Like, and like, we, you know, we'll, we'll freeze rags, we'll get rags wet, soak them down, and stick them in the freezer for a couple of minutes, and then you can have wet rags to put around your neck, or like right. underneath your hat, or something like that. I'll just freeze my whole hat. <laughs> Seriously, I'll just yeah. like, go get my hat wet, toss it in the freezer for a minute, come back, put it on, the nice ice cold hat. Yeah. No, I... It's I, great. I've been there before, I used to work in, you know, uh, family owned restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know the struggle. Like it's dishwasher for years. Oh, dishwashing is actually the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as far as the heat goes, yeah, dishwashing's fine, especially because like I was dishwasher busboy, so yeah, running back and forth, and also just hanging out in the water. You've had a couple of times. Spray yourself, which is some cold water, real fast. Just fucking soak your clothes, whatever. Or mm-hmm. a black shirt. <laughs> We've had a couple of times where the lobby itself has gotten upwards of like eighty-five degrees. Yeah. And there was just nothing we could do about it. Ugh. That's, yeah, it makes it bad for the customers. No fun. Yeah, no yeah fun it's no crazy. One. It's crazy. Uh. But other than that, no, I've been playing games, and uh, I, I'm a good portion of the way through Fallen Order now. Uh, the, the slaughtered Crash Bandicoot, like, the night that we did the last podcast. Oh, yeah. And uh, got that taken care of. And then now I've been playing uh, Fallen Order. I'm nice. almost done with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, like, clocking about a game a week at this point. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Um, Man, I wish I had that time. Uh. And, uh, and, and I watched The Batman. Because Yay! you let me borrow The Batman, and so I watched it. Yeah, I forgot the copy I got, um, like, a month ago. Also has the DVD copy in it. hmm Because I just watched Blu-rays. And I don't have Blu-ray, because I live in the Stone Age. I was just like, oh man, I can't wait for Derek to, oh, I can just let Derek borrow this. Right? So, yeah. So yes, I watched it. It was quite good. I, 
I really liked most of it. <laughs> most of it. All right, all right. Let's let's hear. I want to hear what you didn't like first. It's not even that I didn't like it. It's that there were some decisions where I was like, "Why?" <laughs> Such as Ave Maria. <laughs> it was good. It was a good thing. I. It was so out of left field for me. Like, I did not understand... I understood everything they, else in that whole scene. Like, like, like it's, the, the... It's a memorial scene. The theme. thing He's... that was going on, and then, like, him realizing that Batman's not helping him, or, and, like, Batman gets mad. Like, I understood all of that, and you then... Should, you should have had a rewatch, because oh, the movie <laughs> opens with Ave. Yeah, I know, I understand. Like, well... Yeah, I, the first thing I heard was Nirvana. Well, yeah. Fair. <laughs> it, it's, it's cool that they use that song, and it's very, it's very memorable. But uh, like, it's, it's just it's a memorial song. He's singing it in in memoriam of what was. Yeah, I just felt it. It came off weird to me. It came <laughs> off like it was kind of out of left field. It, the, the tone was not. It was weird. They they also played it at the funeral scene. Yeah, yeah, I I noticed. <laughs> I just it was weird for me. That's all. What what context do you know Ave Maria in? Not much. <laughs> really? <laughs> like it's 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 generally a memorial. No, song, I just like meant I meant song. that one scene of him singing it to Batman while he Batman furiously punches into a window. <laughs> was weird. That's all I mean. <laughs> like, it caught me off guard. That's all. I watched it. I think I, I, like, I chuckled for a good portion of it. I was like, this, this, what? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> oh, because he was, it was memorial to the, 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 the Gotham, to his idea of Batman at the same time. Beautiful. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. He was so betrayed in that moment. That was one of my favorite moments of the whole movie. That's why I'm backing it. Yeah. Yeah. He's so betrayed in that moment. He didn't. He didn't realize that Batman wasn't with him. Yeah. He had no idea. He just like he is so smart, and he just didn't couldn't see that one thing, and it just so upsetting for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really felt for him right then. But Riddler's my favorite villain, and it was so cool to see him portrayed as he was. Yeah, no, it was very well done. Uh, Paul Dano? Dano? Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his last I name. I think Dano? Yeah. It looks like Dano. Yeah. I like saying Dano. It's not... Dano. <laughs> um, Dano's got a plano. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, very, very well, very well done performance. Yeah. It was, it was great. Um... I also thought it was weird, um, towards the end of the movie, uh, Batman and Catwoman are, that's a really big cemetery that they drive out of. (laughs) They're driving in that cemetery for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. And they're, like, playing this weird little cat and mouse game of catch up, fall back with each other. Excuse me, excuse me, bat and cat. Whatever. It was weird, because the entire time, Pat and Bat has been, like, so stoic, or whatever, and then all of a sudden he gets on the bike and he's riding with her, and he's, like, playfully bouncing back and forth, and I'm like, 
You you just said it as as you don't understand it. You explained it. It's very I, funny. He is allowed to be himself with the distance. No, of it the is motorcycle. funny. It's once again I laughed at how it because it was such an abrupt tonal shift that it just <laughs> it's it caught me off guard. <laughs> and like, he was able to play with her just a little bit. He wasn't able to smile or laugh with anybody throughout the whole movie, but he was able to play with Selena just for a second. I don't know, man. It was weird. It's beautiful. <laughs> Got me off guard. I love Batman was... so fucking much, and this was such a good representation of the Batman. I really enjoyed... Like, it was good the whole way through, like I said. like, And they, it wasn't even parts that I necessarily just, like... It just was strange. Right. Um, the, how big the graveyard, or the cemetery was, like... That that's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> you know, like movie fun. They, they were in that cemetery. How many people in Gotham have died in the cemetery? Red comics. I know, but like, damn. <laughs> How many fucking tombstones in there are Bruce Wayne's? <laughs> <laughs> the limit does not exist. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, I really liked, like, the entire portrayal. I, I thought uh, Robert Pattinson did a great job as both doing, like, a, a, a young, angry Bruce Wayne as well as a, a young, angry Batman. Yeah. Like, it the, felt the, very that. right for him to be, like, a, still very young into being Batman and learning the ropes. The scene where he tries to use the flight suit, yeah. thwack! <laughs> oh! Yeah. yeah, they they said this was a Batman Year Two. Yeah, um, yeah. there's a notebook that he's yeah. like his journal, and it says Gotham Project Year Two on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, one year of uh, nocturnals. Uh, nocturnal. He says something. Yeah, he's well. He says two years also in that statement. Ah. And it's and then the notebook he's writing on later, yeah, the front page of it says uh, Gotham Project Year Two. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not Batman. Which year is one. funny to me that he's like detailing it in a journal and calling it the Gotham Project, like he's doing to Batman to conduct like some sort of social experiment. No, he's it's to save Gotham. I know, but it's 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 like it's a business venture. Yeah, it's strange. Once again, it's... He was raised by businessmen and, and, and a butler. And a butler. Well, he was raised by a, a butler, mostly. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it was like eight, though. He still got... Still got his base personality from his parents. Mm-hmm. Who were apparently caring and stoic. Yeah. That's about all we know. Yep. Yeah, it was nice to not get another... Uh, Origin. Origin story. Yeah. Always good to not get another origin story. That is always a beautiful thing. It's nice to just, like, you guys know who Batman is. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Thank you. Yeah. It was like uh, Spider-Man, the first one with uh, Tom Holland. Yeah. When there was, like, we really, you all know, like, how many times have we been over this? We're just going to kick into it. Yeah. We're like, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. That's (laughs) That's a breath of fresh air. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just have a Spider-Man. Thank you. Appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to quote one of my very favorite shots, and it's one of, uh, an example of, like, why this movie was so long. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's the shot near the end where he's, uh, carrying, I guess it's close to the middle, because it's before the guns and stuff I think but like when he's carrying people through the no 
it's after the flood because he's carrying people through the water. Yeah, yeah. When he's yeah. got the 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 torch or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. And he's leading people through yeah. the big pool. And it's mm-hmm. just fucking. That's just the most beautiful shot I've seen in cinema in a while. I just absolutely loved it. His cape it, looked silly, all floating in the water like yeah, that. <laughs> but like, it's just so good. I I really really loved I, that shot, and it, those are the shots that made it feel like a comic book too. Mm-hmm. They really just took the time on the scenery to let you look at it the way you would look at a comic book. I felt some of them lingered a little too long, which I have a I do have an appreciation for that as. Well, um, one of my favorite scenes of all time that does the same thing is that scene from uh, The Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Where he's standing there with the gun to the cop's head, yeah. and it zooms, and it keeps zooming back, and it keeps zooming oh, I'm back. I'm pretty sure that's House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah, yeah, sorry. Not Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just, and it, it, they wait for like way so too long. long. It's so good. And you're like, oh, when's it coming? Are they, gonna gonna Are they just oh, gonna cut? Oh, they're just gonna cut away from BANG! What the oh! fuck? <laughs> like, oh, it's amazing. And it's one of my favorite shots of all time. It because really is so good. It, it, like, it waits, and you're like, you're gonna do it. And then it waits for so long. You're like, oh, like, you're gonna cut away. You're not gonna do it. And then they wait a little longer, and then they still do it. Yeah. They're like... And it's... It, it's great. So yeah. I, I do like that. But... Once, but Rob Zombie did it once in the whole movie, <laughs> yeah, and not it was for effect multiple but, times. Yeah, uh, like so the thing with this one is, and I have heard that said a few times, and like I really feel that this is just so you can look at it like you would a comic book, which I understand. There was a lot of cool things um, that, like the set pieces, were very well done. Yeah. And it, it does take a while to get an appreciation for them. But you know what else can do that, too? Um, is if you shorten up the runtime by cutting those just a smidge, just a tiny bit. And then, you know, people can watch it multiple times once they own it. And every time they can look at a different thing and still enjoy the movie overall. So I think that, I think you should just, like, yeah, if you have a shorter runtime, you can just rewatch it. And then you can see Oh, as much as you want. I, I could I could describe almost every set piece from Hot Fuzz in, in, <laughs> in perfect detail. Yeah, because I watched that movie endlessly. Same with Tropic Thunder. Both of those movies. Tropic Thunder's mostly a jungle. There you go. Done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a set that looks like the other set dressed as the other set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, but I really appreciated. Uh, what did you think? I, I have heard mixed reviews on this, and I want to hear your opinion before I say it. What did you think of Gordon? Gordon, I really liked Gordon. Um, it was I was unsure at first, and then I quickly was won over. Yeah, it's it's real good. He's real so good. good. I really loved every bit of that performance. Um, Some I of the accents be, got me throughout I the movie. We'll be honest. A couple of times, it felt a little bit like Mac and Lethal Weapon Five. Yeah, a little bit. Just just a smidge. A smidge. I see that, but I appreciate but, that very yeah, much. Yeah, so. no, I. It was cheesy, and it was like. 
very, very much just camp. Uh, the accents were the same way. Yeah. A lot of the the accents that were happening in the film, I was just like, those are as bad as mine. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, like, some of them, I was like, what time era do you think you're from? <laughs> It was just camp. It was all camp. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's Carmine Falcone was very well yeah, played. Yeah, I was so very exci- well it was played. So weird to see him at first in the. I can't remember that actor's name. I can't either. Off but the top um, of my head. like he's usually. I mean, sometimes he's kind of a sleaze ball, but he's never. I've never seen him like that. And yeah, he was it was so, so good. good. It was impressively cast. As yeah, uh, that whole sequence and. Uh, Oh, uh, the penguin. Uh, penguin. Um, um, what's his dick and pounds of makeup in a suit? Yeah, I was just talking to someone about this way. I can't. I remember his name now. Anyway, um, he was really good. Yeah, did, no, did it was an amazing job. Very, very well done. Uh, when they left him handcuffed. Yeah. That was really funny. <laughs> I got a, I got an actual like out loud laugh a little bit. On that <laughs> one. It was really funny. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, it was it was very well done. I was kind of surprised they actually killed Falcone, honestly. Yeah, but I I think it sets up a lot and it, it does. really it makes it feel. Hopefully, they go on with this. I've heard rumors that they're not because DC got bought out or uh, whoever owned DC got bought out or whatever. By who? I don't remember. It's the people buying people all the time now. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, they uh may or may not continue this franchise from what I have heard, and I would really, really like it if they did, because this is the best Batman movie I've probably ever seen. It's quite good. I, I really enjoy it. Catwoman, perfectly cast. Yeah, that was that was a very good cast. And destined good but casting. distant. Yeah. It's perfect. It was it was it was a very good casting call. They had very good uh, chemistry on screen together. Yeah. It worked well. Oh, Fucking incredible! I yeah I, I I liked the look of Gotham overall. It was dark and gritty and grimy. It was it was the yeah. way Gotham should be. Yeah, it felt gross. It felt gross to be in the city. Yeah, like which Spokane. It, that's how Gotham should be. No, not like Spokane. Spokane is gross. Feels bad to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, listeners. That's funny. We have more listeners in Seattle than Spokane, fun fact. Interesting. I really like Seattle, so... Yeah, Seattle's a fun place. Yeah, we have more listeners in Seattle than Clarkston, and Clarkston is where we both live. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Thanks, Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> you cool, Seattle. Also, that person from Belgium who still listens, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You're fucking cool. Yeah. Message us or something, seriously. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Um, but, yeah... The Batman should appeal to every one of you because the Batman is fucking amazing. It's a really good movie. Um, I would like to see where it goes. They had the the very interesting scene towards the end with the Riddler and uh, Barry Keegan, who I could only it's, assume it's is the, Joker. the Joker. Matt Reeves has said in interviews it's the Joker. All right. It would, um, as 
Man, Pat, so elegantly put in a game theory, it would better if it, it would be better if it was Hush. It would be better if it was Hush. It would be much better if it was Hush. I would love to see Hush on the big screen like this. But it would be it's amazing. also very clearly not Hush. Yeah, it's very much Joker. Matt Reeves said it was Joker. This he he wasn't hiding it in the scene at all. People no. were trying to say no, it's not Joker. He like pretty much calls himself the Joker in that yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> like. He tells he tells a dumb riddle in the form of like his jokey style mm-hmm. and like laughs, does laughs. a big old Joker laugh. Asks if says it, it it's not that bad to be a clown. Oh yeah, like yeah. makes a very clear reference to yeah. being the Joker. Like, come on, guys, <laughs> people are weird. And like I said, yeah, Matt Reeves actively said it in an interview that is was not only released to the public on March fourth. Which, by the way, is my son's birthday the same day this is released. Interesting. Fun stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, that interview was released on March 4th, like, both the behind the heat scene stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you could just, it's also on the DVD, so. Nice. You can just, you can watch and hear the director tell you word for word that it is the Joker. Yeah. 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 I, I watched that. I, I knew about that whole controversy, and then I, I watched the movie, and I was like, why was this even a... They weren't even trying to hide it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so that'll, that'll be interesting. I don't know if I would like to see that in the next movie. Um, I Hopefully they're at least planning a trilogy, because I would like to see something else happen in the um, interim, and then see that villain also intertwined with them. Yeah. I would also really like to see Matt Reeves' version of Poison Ivy because I love Poison Ivy. I was so about much. to ask you, I was going to say, what would you like to, like, see? Well, let's assume that, like, Batman they do it as... Batman and Robin a... better. Okay, well, let's let's assume they're doing it as a trilogy, first of all. Okay. And then, so we'll say that the first one was this one, the Batman. Mm. The third one will probably, we'll say... So in the second one, the plot will be insert new villain instead right. of Riddler. Um, Batman defeats villain by end of movie, and it turns out that the Joker has been the one pulling the strings of this villain the whole time from the background, yes. making the setup for the third movie to be against the Joker. Who do you want that, that second movie to be about? Um, I think it would be smart for them to do two villains, first of all, okay. at least. Um, well, leave Penguin as a staple. He needs to be involved. In yeah, the but he'll one. be one, a kind of a background villain, like yeah. he was in this one. Yeah, he'll, he'll, but he'll be like growing his spot in Gotham. So by the third one, he'll be teaming up or be threatened by the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but this middle one, I would like personal fan. I would like to see Poison Ivy played in somehow. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think Mario's would do an amazing job, and once again, I just love Poison Ivy so very much. Um, but uh, realistically, it would be really good to see some weird mid-tier bad guy. Um, one of my other very favorites is the Mad Hatter. Yeah. Who we've never seen on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, somebody... There's a lot in... of problems with that, because technically that could be considered a Disney character, depending on how... Yeah, there's there's some up and downs with it, but like... The Mad Hatter is also, it's not a Disney character because it's a Lewis Carroll character, and Lewis character Lewis Carroll was already in the public domain, so long as you don't make it a Disney 
it's like yeah the three and a quarter or whatever mm-hmm. the uh, eleven what what's what, what's the fraction on his hat I don't it remember doesn't, it's it's an improper fraction yeah it's gonna bug me that I don't remember I don't remember it off the top of my head either which also bothers me because I've read off the all top of, of it. your head yeah where the fraction is just just thank you <laughs> fuck. <laughs> But yeah, I would really like to see um, somebody like the Mad Hatter or like Calendar Man. Okay, Calendar okay. Man. Interesting. Uh, it wouldn't be good to do Calendar Man. No, he's, it wouldn't. He's too comical. But yeah. like some some mid tier villain like that, um, somebody we haven't seen on film before, preferably would be awesome. Um, okay. Okay. And, and yeah, the third one I'd like to see Batman and Robin better. So, like, set up... Would you like him to set up and, like, meet a young Robin and then by the end of the second one yeah. adopt him or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Give me, give me a setup and a, a reveal and, like, actually give me a Robin this time. Mm-hmm. I want to see a Robin in tights on the screen. It's not like a... Yeah. Fair. I mean, that's fair. Like, that's we, fair. we keep getting Robin setups and the last one we had people didn't really like. That's... And that's the one I grew up on was Batman and Robin. And I understand why it's bad. I still treasure it as a movie. Yeah. So I would really like to see it done better. I have the... Oh, Mr. Freeze for the second one, actually. Mr. Freeze could be good. That's kind of where I was leaning towards was, like, do an actual Mr. Freeze story where oh, like just give me heart of ice again yeah no it would be heart of ice what with the joker pulling the string so like joker is like keeping his wife hostage yeah. from him until he completes whatever joker's plan is and yeah. he can't get to fucking helping his wife until he gets her back from the joker mm-hmm. and then batman stops him and yeah 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 that would be yeah. real good i would like that a lot i'm thinking yeah like a heart of ice thing with with joker pulling the strings in the background mm-hmm. Um, that would still give Barry Keegan like a fu- a few fun scenes to pop in and do his thing, like even in flashbacks or whatever of yeah. a freeze telling the story. And, like, yeah, I would really like that. Uh, honestly, I think anybody Matt Reeves picks and does, and if he that gets, was going to be my next same... question is like, do you have a do you have a cast? Do you, like, would you have a fan casting for like what what your villain? Oh. Uh. Ah. No. No. No, I don't have anybody in mind. Like I, I don't know actors anymore. Like I don't um, know current actors anymore. I know all mid-tier niche actors from the early two thousands. I'm thinking. My initial thought is, and I can't remember his name right now, and it's going to bother me, but um, the guy that played It oh, in the um, new one. Yeah, uh, one of the Skarsgårds. Yeah, yeah. Bill, um, Bill Skarsgård? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Um, as as Mr. Freeze. Right I think uh, Skarsgård as Mr. Freeze. That'd be interesting. I, I think, think that would be a good... I think he'd do a good somber one. Yeah. 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 Um, um, I was just thinking of somebody as 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 for Freeze. I can't remember now. Doctor Victor Fries. Um, ooh, we should we should have um um Adam Driver as Two Face. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? It's bad. 
That's a bad. That's a bad. <laughs> no, no, it'd be, it'd be really funny. <laughs> yeah, it would be really. I, I mean, we need fucking. Uh, I can't remember anybody's name right now. <laughs> Fucking Sean William Scott is Bane. <laughs> uh, that'd, that'd be real good. <laughs> Shut I up. Would, I, would, I would laugh. <laughs> would be a bad no, guy. Sean William Scott would obviously he'd be a condiment man. <laughs> he would be. He would do a really good comic book villain if he went like full comic uh-huh. book. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Uh, fuck, Batman. Yeah, yeah, no, it was real good. I can't wait for more. Yeah, uh, do a second one and um, give me Heart of Ice, uh, with uh, Joker pulling the strings so that you can have Joker set up to be the main villain in the third movie, and uh, cast uh, Skarsgård as uh, Victor Freeze. Yeah, because uh, that's just smart. There you go. Oh, they could uh, do DC. one of the, one of the kids from Stranger Things is Robin. Ooh, yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I haven't. Will watched. or whatever the younger the younger one with the the hair. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I haven't. I haven't watched Stranger Things since season one, but like that would probably be a good casting. I uh, <laughs> yeah. We uh, I think we just made a movie trilogy for you guys. Um, basic plot and some casting calls are there. You already know what to do with the rest of it. So. Uh, <laughs> yep. Have fun with that, DC. If we don't do that, we won't be mad. We'll just be disappointed. <laughs> uh, video gaming news. Stray came out this week. Yes, it did, and uh, I'm very excited about I it. I cannot wait to play it. I'm probably not going to get to for a minute, but I've literally been watching trailers since it was announced at E3, and I fucking wait. Since E3 was a thing, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I do man. remember that. Rest I, in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're still gonna get. We're not gonna get E three ever again. The conferences won't die, though. No, conferences won't die. But E three was, you know, pretty. I mean, a long running, mm-hmm. really big event that we all look forward. To. It was kind of like Gamer Christmas for a while. Like, it was. I, I stayed up to watch streams. Like, I would. I would go out of my way to sit down and watch E three. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, big deal and so it's kind of i mean you can still do that with individual things but it's it's not gonna feel the same ever again yeah Uh, i'm still gonna watch the devolver stuff that comes out the devolver digital stuff they do like real fun videos and stories and stuff in the background of there i still watch i tune in for nintendo direct every now and then i had to tell you what that was but yeah yeah, i didn't know what that was but they do basically little little announcement things every mm-hmm. so often. Sony does them too, I think, now. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everyone. They're called the State of Play. Yeah, something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think that's what they're called. Yeah, probably. It sounds PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, the only game I want to talk about this week is uh, Ali Ali. I've finally been paying attention to the story. Um, so you... Hit me with it. You you are a skateboarder. Yes. You skate around, oh. and these these guys see you, and they're like, "Oh, you're skate wizard potential." Skate wizard. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. So, um, the the, the current skate wizard yes sees you and agrees with them, and is like, "All right, we're gonna teach you, and we're gonna help you be the skate wizard. You got to meet the four skate gods." Well, damn. <laughs> All right. 
And so that's what... You played this game without realizing you were meeting gods and shit? Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you had known the story the first time, would it have made made the game better for you? Knowing that you're a wizard that's meeting gods to to become the, the wizard of skate. Um... Maybe... The because game, the game is still the same level of fun. It's just like an added story. I don't yeah, know. no, I, I understand that, but this is a very enthralling story for me, and I have never, you know, like. Well, the point is to meet all the skate gods so you can go to Nirvana and skate more. Okay, I mean, yeah, that that's fair. Yeah, um, and so all throughout the game, you just like, uh, one thing that's neat about this game is it's really, like, subtly, hey. We're kind of being shitty to the environment still. <laughs> Everybody, we're still being real shitty about the environment. Like, we're all skaters, but this is still not great. <laughs> like, they even, like, call out the capitalism of skateboarding in there. Huh. As well as video games. Interesting. It's, I like that. Yeah, it's really, like, and it's all cartoony, and it's never directly, like, hey, don't fucking buy this. Yeah. But, like... It's it's in there. Interesting. <laughs> it's good. I um, like that. There's a whole there's a whole um world that's a dump and the skate god lives or like it's not a dump, it's all factory and the last level of the factory world is a dump where all the skate waste goes. And that's where that skate god lives. <laughs> I you know, there's there's some double entendres in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. I like that. Yeah. Um, but there's there's also one world that's a desert, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's basically like you know a Utah Nevada area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, desert and uh, uh, there's a lot of UFO stuff just scattered around in there. And uh, if you, if I was paying attention when I played through it the first time, I'd be like, huh, I wonder if we're gonna get to get over to a UFO, and we didn't get really good. Go to UFO, uh, but yeah, the D- first DLC I talked about go to UFOs, and then that's where it starts. Is in Hell the desert yeah. area where all this, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so they they laid it on pretty thick, and I just wasn't paying any attention. <laughs> I think this sounds like it gives the game a lot more fun personality. Yeah, and you were just having too much fun side scroll skating. Well, yeah, because that's what the that's what the first two were was just side scroll skating. There was no, there wasn't even characterization to it. So it was it was just not what I was expecting when I got the game. So I was like, well, no, I just want to try the skating. Yeah, yeah. The other ones didn't even have like an in between or a story or like an <laughs> overworld map. They just have a level select. Yeah. So it's just a big jump from what they were. That sounds like a lot of fun. I love that quirky set of the story. That's yeah. great. Yeah, it's it's a nice it's, meta commentary on how we're shitty people while still having a fun game to play. Yeah, and like I said, uh, one of the times I talked about it before it was it's all like Adventure Time style. Yeah, like it all. There's even like a an almost BMO stand-in. Mm-hmm. The camera, the camera person. And to the best of my understanding, there's basically nothing about Adventure Time. They follow that same kind of trope of sub subtly talking about how people can be very shitty. Oh, they're not even very subtle about it sometimes. <laughs> you really need to watch Adventure Time. It's so good. I'll watch a synopsis of Adventure Time. Uh, it's so fucking good, Derek. 
I really cannot tell you. I, one thing you need to know about Derek is he hates Tom Kenny. I hate Tom Kenny! I, I have no logical explanation for this. There isn't really a logical explanation for it. His voice, I find his voice just grating to my ears. I don't like it. I love pretty much everything Tom Kenny's ever done that I've heard. I really respect him as an actor. He's fucking really good. Oh, I, I, it's it's like disliking a band. Well, I, like I know you're popular. not like intending like, any actual disrespect, but yeah, I, no, like, like, I, I was I just saying my understand. particular feeling toward him. Like, I understand and appreciate that he is, has a varied set of skills and he is quite proficient and talented at his job and he's good at what he does. I just can't stand the sound of his voice. <laughs> it's a personal thing. Yeah. And I just don't like him because I can't... His voice just bothers me. Yeah. It's like how some people don't like listening to Avenged Sevenfold. I've heard people tell me that his voice is too nasally and mm. that he pulls them out of the... I'm like, no, I think it's really good. So. Yes, he is. Mm. Like they okay, enough, 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 enough. <laughs> Fuck. To get you. Enough! <laughs> said no <laughs> so I can't talk about bands around you <laughs> oh we're doing this at least it's funnier every time <laughs> um but yeah I, uh, all, all these stories are really fun uh, 10 out of 10 yeah no that's great hell yeah it's full of puns too fucking love it yeah it's uh, great and Adventure Time fucking 10 out of 10 Tom Kenny 10 out of 10 I saw, speaking of puns, I saw a nice little meme on Facebook today. It was like, uh, arson? I think you mean crime brulee. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. That is very good. Do you have any hypothetical for us? Um, I I think I'm nearing the end of my list. I need to write more, but oh, I believe... hell. I, I've been doing a lot of other things lately. Excuse me. Um, Excuse me, princess. I have from the Legend of Zelda animated series. Yeah, I have one left on this list here. Is it any good? Um, <laughs> I think that's a that's an objective question. Uh, you mean subjective? Yes, but I almost said that, and I second guessed myself, which I shouldn't do. Well, that's objectively dumb. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, but do you, you want to hear it or not? I mean, yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright, so. Punk music, just as a whole, the era of punk music. Yes. Never happened. Oh. What happened instead? A lot more rap because they developed together. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, the whole rap and under... The whole punk and underground rap scene all developed at the same time, and they were bros for a really long time, and they built off of each other and, like, built each other up. So I think if they just stopped using guitars, I guess, they would just all go into punk, or they would all go into rap and hip-hop, and it would have developed a lot faster and been a lot weirder. Interesting. I think that we would have gotten a... A variant of what we now know today as ska a lot sooner. I think, I think that the the reggae people, like the the people that weren't doing punk or whatever, that are now that vacuum, right? Um, would probably see uh, a lot of like the rock and roll and the that kind of stuff happening, 
and they would also see a lot of reggae influences happening at the same time and putting the sounds of like the horns and stuff to like that that classic rock and roll beat i think you would get a, a different version of what we now know today as ska a lot sooner that's that's a fair assumption. Uh, I think there's also a chance there'd be a lot more uh, metal, too. Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, the people that didn't do either of those things would go off and just be heavier. Yeah, just uh, things would get heavier faster. Yeah. So I think, yeah, just all of that, the all of the punk influence being split up, all of the, the angry, the drunk, would probably have, like, um, butt rock a lot sooner, too. Oh, probably. Because, you know, the drunk assholes that are in every scene but are are really prevalent in punk, the ones that have never picked up an instrument, the ones who just go for a mosh pit to hit to actually hit somebody in the face. Yeah. Don't yeah. understand the point. The thorns on the rose. Yeah. Because you know? um, every rose has its thorns. <laughs> you said butt rock, man. <laughs> I made a valid reference. Come on. I know, I just got thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> we will actually have to edit that out. We'll just record over it with a little blurb of me screaming at you for 30 seconds. Which I would be very fair and entitled to do. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's fair. Uh, fuck. <laughs> what were we talking about before all that? Um, the, well, the music that would be happening instead. Right, right, right. You said that right. butt rock would happen sooner. We would get, I think, like, I think you're right. I, I think we would get a lot of different facets of music sooner than we would have before. Yeah. And I think if punk would just happen, but it would probably just happen after all of that at that point. I think it would be in rebellion, uh, to, te- uh, like, not to techno, but to, like, the more advanced beats that would happen. So, yeah. like, the beats we have now would happen sometime, like, 1995. Because everybody would be working towards weird, different things faster. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then... And then punk would be a rebellion to all of that. They'd, somebody would just pick up a guitar, <clears throat> distort it, and get drunk. Yeah. Just you scream into a microphone. Yeah. Their friend's like, yeah, I can do some easy drums behind that. Yeah. You guys ever heard of a D-beat? <laughs> No, but I learned how to use a pick on this bass. Hell yeah! Play it fast! <laughs> we got this! Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 I don't even think we can do that. <laughs> Who was that? Were they really serious for that? I don't know, maybe. Is it worth finding out? Kinda. How do they can't get so fat? Fair. <laughs> Who else would it be fun to get sued by? Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a weird question. <laughs> Bowie's estate. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Elton John himself. <laughs> I don't have money to be sued. I don't have money to be sued either, but, like, you'd get to see at least the representation in court and be like, hey, <laughs> a personal message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because You'd most have of to it, get their autograph at some point, right? And maybe. 
Like, but I, mean, I think most of the time it would just be like you would be being sued by the the company that holds the rights that gives them the royalty checks or what you know what I mean? Yeah. So it'd probably be like EMI Records or something. Yeah, yeah. You'd be sued by a corporation, not by a person. Oh, Unless it's Metallica. It. Metallica likes to sue people. Apparently, if they yeah, steal Lars, people. Lars specifically yeah. seems to like to sue people. But he's kind of the reason they kept going. Uh, he's an inspiration, but also seems like a dick. I respect his hard work and like dedication, but. Wow, he just <laughs> seems like a dick. <laughs> like I, I don't know. That's uh, that's how you make it in the music biz, and I just don't know if I'll ever be that kind of person. I think we're both too laid back for that, and I think mm. that's why we never will make it in the music. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, I mean, we let's... make music, but we'll never <laughs> make it in the music business. Never make it in the music. Yeah. <laughs> never make it in the music. <laughs> uh, let's let's just. Keep singing fat record songs until they get sued. <laughs> They'll sue us in person. Notice us. <laughs> uh, do you know any Lagwagon songs? No. Oh. No. I know no effects songs. I know no effects songs. Uh, I don't know which albums Leftover Crack was on there for. But also, apparently, SZA sucks, so. <laughs> That's a shame. Stop learning about your heroes. I know! <laughs> <laughs> It's always a shame, except for the ones that killed themselves. Then it's just sad. Uh, it's wrong, no, I, I was not disappointed birthday. at all in learning anything about any of No Effects. Or yeah, no, it, the, they're all of Hepatitis Bathtub and other stories. Plug for that book again, because please, everyone, listen, read it. It's mm-hmm. really good. Read by the band. Ah, so good. Uh, yeah, learning about them was fucking amazing. Um, but it's like Robin Williams' birthday either today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, man, that's a that's a guy. That's a guy. Dad, that was a cool guy. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah. Fair. But a lot of my heroes end up sucking. Jimmy Buffett is way more of an entrepreneur than you want to think of him as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, still, still seems like carefree and laid back, but you know he's done some shitty business deals where that hurts some people and yeah. he doesn't talk about it. You don't get to the top by stepping on a few heads. Without stepping <laughs> I was going to say. My brain. It's melted a little bit, I think, today. Yeah, it, well, it's, at least it'll be cooling off now. Yeah, that's good. Goodness gracious. Yeah, it's been so goddamn hot. Uh, oh, I, I actually have a Mel Brooks biography that I'm going to listen to soon. That's fun. Yeah, I'm hoping I don't learn anything shitty about him. I don't think he did anything too shitty, but... I don't know. I've been learning a lot about uh, Walt Disney and Jim Henson lately. Jim Henson was fucking amazing. Yeah, he seems like one of the most wonderful people on Earth, and I'm probably going to do a bonus episode on him at some point. Jim Henson was super cool, and without him and, like, the fucking... all the cool puppeteering and things that he was doing, then we wouldn't have even ideas of like some of the things they do in movies today like it's so much amazing i'm not supposed to have my headphones in at work right and i was listening to um defunct land on youtube uh i think it was defunct tv but defunct land awesome channel just talks about old amusement park rides and stuff nice yeah that's cool really fun um but he's talking about uh jim henson's final hour and it had a bunch of excerpts from his memorial and stuff 
And I was literally, like, holding back tears at work, like, <laughs> trying not to show at all because, like, I can't explain that I've got my headphone in and I'm listening to something very sad, but I also just don't. Like, it legitimately was, made me tear up, but, um, well, Disney's somebody I've always also been fascinated by. Just and, as a person, um, he got married in Lewiston. Yes, married, he did. Married a girl from Lapway. Yep. So. Built her a house right over across the river in Lewiston. And yeah. Yeah. So I've been that a long time. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's always been fascinating for me. Because, um, like... He, he was, was not the greatest person in the world. He was not the greatest person in the world, no. Um, but Watch some of those early Disney movies. Very racist. Very racist, but uh, also super sexist. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's there's a lot of stuff that he was just it seems like he was a product of his time and he was focused on innovation technologically and just mm -hmm. like was so wrapped up in that that he didn't see people as people a lot of the time so it's just a really fascinating person I'm not defending anything he did or said by mm -hmm. any means <laughs> he was a union buster to the end like mm -hmm. threatened to run over his own protesters that were his employees yep like yeah, so, you know, I, I don't have any defense for anything he did. I just, like, have always been fascinated by him as a person. So I'm probably going to do a bonus episode on him as well. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's your neutral this week. I think it might be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, watch the Batman. Yeah. Play Ollie Ollie. Yeah. And um, um, listen to good music. Yes. And uh, also, hint, hint, play some Crash Bandicoot. We might talk about that a lot later. Yeah, just maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can find us on the socials on Facebook at True, True Neutral Podcast. Podcast. Yes. Uh, Twitter, you can find Derek. And Mr. Dab himself. And you can find Keenan. Uh, at, at True Neutral Pod. It's just the pod. Yeah, <laughs> I know, pod. but it was, you threw it at me, so I had to throw it back. <laughs> Uh, uh, true neutral pod at gmail.com if you want to yeah. give us an email. Yeah. Um, and, um... We did get a message from a listener this week. Uh, uh, yeah, my friend Austin. Hi, Austin, by the way. Yeah. Uh, sent in a very nice message uh, about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. And how he agrees that it's a shitty, terrible, awful game. Yeah. And, uh, it's nice to have people on my side about that. <laughs> nice to have any engagement at all, so thank you, sir. Um, Yeah. Yeah, hit us up if you have any questions or anything for the YouTube channel, True Neutral Studios, which we will be getting videos back up on as very soon. As soon as I get uh, a replacement for my broken shit. Um, it'll be happening in the very near future. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I can figure it out. I was actually going to try and get it on... No, I'm going to try and figure it out. It's, it'll happen very soon. Yes. Promise. Um, yeah. And uh, that's, that's, that's True Neutral. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!